Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. What's going on, everybody? It's Matt, a.k.a. the Lumberjack Landlord. And no, your eyes do not deceive you. This is the same shirt for the last four days of recordings. It's actually not the same exact shirt. But uh, I know that I'll get asked that. So Mike Zuber from One Rental at a Time, who always blesses us on Fridays, we've got a guest. It's the Three Amigos Part de. <laughs> part de. I like that. Yeah. Dude, he's, reti- he's retired now. He's actually available. He's not busy working. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I know. I'm just, yeah, I'm the idiot, right? So, <laughs> so Mike Zuber from One Rental at a Time, we've got with us Dion from Dion Talk Financial Freedom with us. How are you guys doing this morning? Great. Both of you, same time. It's okay. I'm doing we great. Have no, we have no rules. I'm doing great. This is a and, and like Matt, oh. same shirt as the last four hundred <laughs> days. Not the same exact shirt, but the same shirt. Yeah, yeah. Same, same with me. I, I wore a black turtleneck two or three days in a row. Not the same turtleneck. Yeah, I have exactly. seven See, or eight perfect. of them. We're not just going in there and grinding out seventeen <laughs> videos a day for you guys. Even though Mike would like to do that, we're still not doing that. So, guys, one of the things that we wanted to talk about today, first topic is bigger pockets. Mm-hmm. So I think that was it Dion that sent this one, somebody sent this video and we watched it last night and I got about admittedly 17 seconds in and my skin started to crawl because I start hearing things like long-term rentals are stupid and it's all about short-term and I'm getting out of the long-term game. I know we hate money. <laughs> so Mike, start me off because again I, you guys are just like you love winding me up and i get yeah. it like, I'm so not a motorcycle that runs across the floor and spins around and whacks into stuff so i have to admit i haven't been on bigger pocket bigger pockets excuse me in any kind of way for probably 12 maybe even 14 years i was an everyday contributor i was featured on a very early episode uh with josh dorkin in his basement uh i was a featured blog writer once a week and I was one of the speakers at the original Bigger Pockets conference in Denver. So I had a good relationship uh, there. And I spent, I was on it every day. And then, you know, that, that uh, legacy alum came in, rubbed me the wrong way, stopped immediately because of that individual. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't been back in a long time. Uh, this video came out the other day about basically getting out of long-term rentals in the short term and, and all of that. So because of, because of the three amigos, I spent a couple of hours on bigger pockets yesterday. And again, it's only a couple hours where I used to spend a couple hours a day. So granted, it's not a lot of history, but it, it just feels different than 14 years ago. Right. When I was on it, uh, Jay Scott was still flipping homes. He hadn't written a book yet. Uh, there was a guy named Tom Merritt or that was doing stuff down in Southern California. So I know a lot of the OGs and um, it's just not the same place. It feels like a place now where it's get rich quick, where when I, when I was there, it was very much, Hey, you know, best place to build wealth, long-term hold. Uh, Sure. We might flip like Jay Scott, uh, but it was very much wealth building. 
At least that's what it felt like to me. And again, some of this could just be my natural bias. I'm freaking old now. And maybe I remember the good and I don't remember the bad. All, all possible. But bigger pockets today, again, two-hour search yesterday, feels very much like a way to a pitch platform, a get rich quick. Let's sell some books, burr, short-term rentals, syndications, a thousand units. It, it's dude, where did the whole let's just get to four and change my life? Let's start with a negative $79,000 in net worth and be financially free in eight years. Let's be a high school dropout, build a portfolio of a hundred and make it happen. Start with house. It just felt, and again, totally my bias, like a get rich quick platform. And if it's become that, it's going to hurt a lot of people. I don't know if it is that it was two hours of research. I just, I left it feeling icky. So Dion, I know you spend a lot more time on it than me. Please tell me where I'm wrong, but that's how I, that's how I left it. So, uh, I love telling Matt he's wrong. I don't like telling Mike you're wrong. I don't mind. Um, so when you were watching bigger pockets, Mike, when you would take in the content yourself, mm-hmm. you knew this was a channel you go to, to take in content. Yep. That channel grew and they, they have a team of people who, so the content creators, uh, you know, Matt's favorite guy in the world, David Green, your favorite <laughs> guy in the world, Brandon Turner. Oh, um, they, they made content. They didn't make thumbnails. They didn't make titles. They didn't make the intros. They didn't do the editing, right? So as it grew, they've got this team that goes, how does YouTube work? Okay. Because so what, we, what I would do is go, the average person, here's strategies you can use to make work optional, let us try to help you. Like that's what we want to put out there, right? Yeah. But if you want to reach the, the most people, it's the title that gets views. <clears throat> so I have a friend. He's been here in my studio. He actually wore my shirt for our last video so that people know I have more than one. Um, <laughs> Cody Davis. So Cody yes. Davis of Cody and Christian multifamily, right? So they're, they're, they're killing over a hundred units. Cody just turned 22. So the average person at 22 is not going to have over 100 units. Mm-hmm. He has almost the most viral bigger pockets video of I think 600,000 views or something. I was looking, but I couldn't find it. Uh, uh, right, and 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 so it just got a ton of views because of the title, mm-hmm. you know, under 22, 100 mm-hmm. units. That's what catches views. Is that information going to help people? If you want to only do seller financing and you don't want to do any bank lending and you want to copy Cody's strategy, sure. But if you want to go one rental at a time from the MLS, traditional lending, that is, like you said, what happened to the boring, the buy and hold. The buy and hold doesn't get clicks, doesn't get views. So so to break it down for people who, I've seen it in the comments too. I don't watch Bigger Pockets anymore because of, I've been on there and I've seen, you know, how to get a thousand units in four years, how to build a $10 million portfolio in like whatever, whatever the thing is, right? So it's the Bigger Pockets podcast that gets views with catchy titles that don't apply in my opinion sometimes to the average person Got it. they have the real estate rookie podcast which doesn't get branded so much with bigger pockets but it is bigger pockets so you have okay two hosts with smaller portfolios who you have to have done for a long time it was less than 10 deals to be on the podcast now i'm hearing it's less than four deals to be on the podcast um so they have that here's for the newbies Here's for the views. Hmm. I still watch the other one because I know Matt doesn't, isn't a fan of David Green, but 
to take someone who worked in law enforcement, who has the same barber I do, who speaks so eloquently when it comes to finances, and, and people who've done public speaking understand this, when you're saying something, your brain is about three sentences ahead of the words coming out of your mouth, so you get the tone and inflection right. And to hear him do that and understand the concepts he's talking about, I watch everything he puts out. But does it apply to the average person? That's where you guys come in. Yes, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, I want to go back to the rookie because, again, you're right. I, in my two-hour review, I don't, I don't know that that stuck out to me. I don't know that I was looking for that, but it didn't stick out to me. So maybe everything I was looking at was the bigger thousand-unit stuff. So thank you, right? I, I guess I got to go look for the rookie. But it's, I, I think the rookie one, again, I admittedly never seen it. Getting it down to four units is, is it's still the wrong thing. There are people with hundreds of units that cater to four units getting that first one. And I think you miss something because again, as you know, the first four years are hard. Yeah. And I spend all of my time. And again, this is probably selfish and a natural bias. And I feel like bigger pockets doesn't like me. Did you guys know, here's a crazy fact. I sent the draft of one rental at a time to bigger pockets to publish. I was willing to take zero money from it to let bigger pockets publish it. Cause I wanted to get back to the platform that started my journey, which was bigger pockets. And they said, no, thank you. Basically they had their buy and hold guy and his name was Brandon Turner. So they told me, they told us, no, they don't want one rental at a time. Okay, fine. That's okay. I'm a big boy, but yeah. So I tried, I, I would, I was willing. So maybe I have a natural, maybe I just, maybe I'm just cranky, but yeah, I, I so maybe I should look at the rookie stuff. So, but again, I think, I think, I think somebody who's got, you know, 50 units, but is focused on helping people get started. I think that's a better story than, Hey, we've all got four units together. Let's get in an echo chamber and talk about how section eight inspections suck. Well, you know what? I've had a thousand section eight inspections. Let me tell you, it's not, it doesn't really suck. It sucks the first time, but let me tell you about it. Right. Let's have a counseling session. So I don't know. I guess, I, I guess I just need to admit I'm cranky. We all knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Film at 11. Anyway. <laughs> so I think that, so to, to pick up on something that Dion said about, about green. So I don't know that many people know this, but he's got one of the largest lenders in the country. I didn't know that. That's kind of a thing in my eyes that you should be disclosing on every single thing that you talk about, because I think there's a couple pieces to it. One, he clearly understands what it takes to run a massive business, right? Because that's bad. That business is massive. If it's that big, it's that it's massive. He certainly knows what he's seeing from a whether it's credit degradation or cancels or whatever. Like he certainly sees that stuff. And I think what kind of irks me about it is. We talk about what we do and firsthand experience and firsthand knowledge. And I think that on the finance side, that's certainly something that he crushes, right? But in owning that massive mortgage company. Mm -hmm. But the example that we'll take yesterday of STRs, I know that he was talking about, oh yeah, I hardly ever get to get out on the road and buy me some real estate, but put a house in Florida under contract and put a bunch of smoky, smoky mountain cabins under contract. And it's like, 
who is he talking to? Like that is not an like that's not that's like a one in hundred or one in a thousand investor that like hops on a plane and goes and kind of on a whim and uh, give me uh, give me I'll take that one over there. I'll, I'll take the yellow one over there, the blue uh, one. You know, I gotta get out because I gotta get to Florida and put that other house that I have under contract. And so I think yeah. that I, I think that's a little bit lost. But I think the other thing too is is that in that strategy, I think that people have no idea how much that strategy costs. They have just no idea that being in disparate markets all over the country, how much that actually costs. If you have, if you're going to go down that path and be the jet setter, jet setting real estate investor, people need to understand that there's massive risk to that and massive cost to that. Because if you're doing the one rental at a time way, and you're going to know that market 90, 120 days, you can't do that for more than, and stay in it to win it and really understand the market dynamic in more than, I don't know, four markets, maybe yeah. five tops, but Dan, go ahead. So David Green's fan. <laughs> Here, here's who David Green is talking to. Yeah. Everybody. You looked at it looking for things you can disagree with. Okay. Did you know that he's also talking about with everything he's making and the lending that he has, mm-hmm. house hacking in San Francisco. He's currently house hacking, just bought another house hack a few months ago. He's still talking to people who want a house hack, whether you make $17 an hour or a bazillion dollars an hour like he does now. So if you're looking for information on house hacking, it was there too. Mm-hmm. But you were looking for, what is he saying that the average person probably won't relate to? And you found <laughs> it. So he's talking to the niche people. He's talking to the yeah. people who want a house hack. He works on his podcast. He's talking to Bigger Pockets fans for Bigger Pockets on Bigger Pockets Dimes. Mm-hmm. You said he should talk about his lending on everything, right? You think Bigger Pockets is going to put him out there so he can market his company? He's not allowed to. Sure. On his channel, which has like the last time I checked, three or 4,000 subscribers, sure. he talks about it all the time. Yep. So on his platform, sure. When I'm on Bigger Pockets, so I don't know if you know this or not, but I don't think I'm going to be a teaching assistant for them anymore because. I wear the logo of my nonprofit, which doesn't charge a penny of our clients at all. So I'm not trying to promote, I'm not trying to grow it because if it grows, it makes more work, right? So that's not what it exists for. They don't like the fact that you wear a logo in their videos. When you're working for bigger pockets, you're only supposed to talk bigger pockets. So I'll defend Green that he doesn't talk about his lending stuff much. I've heard him mention it, but not a lot Mm -hmm. because they don't let you. Yeah. Wouldn't make sense. Their platform is not to grow his stuff. For sure. Not much about growing his pro- growing his properties or, or growing growing his his business, but more always giving the financial perspective, like like really kind of digging those, digging into those numbers and talking about those things. Like that guy is, as far as I can tell, he's a mortgage ninja, right? Like he's like Matt the mortgage guy. I mean, except he owns something that's massively, massively, massively huge. So even the analytics that those guys can provide at the press of a button, because Mike and I embrace tech, right? Like the, the, the data that he has at his fingertips, at the press of a button, that'd be far more valuable. But I think that there were, I didn't hear any, I didn't hear, and, and maybe I, I didn't, admittedly, I couldn't watch the hour in 14, couldn't bring myself to it. I struggled. I struggled. I, I watched a good portion of it, but I struggled because so much of it is <clears throat> setting people up for failure. They're, they're talking about all the upside. They're talking about, look at this and look at this and look at this, like Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone is amazing, but I have never heard him say poo-poo. 
about anything other than you just got a 10 exit. I swear to God. And so I think that that's where the key is. That's why, you know, if I have to pick between the three, that's why Gary Vaynerchuk's more my dude. Cause he's just like, yeah, it sucks. It's awful. It's the worst. Absolutely. Find get it. You love it. it and yeah. then you work and you get through it and stop being a whiner. I'll take the con there. Yeah. I've never once heard something come out of Gary V's mouth that I cared about, thought, or I can implement. Nothing actionable. Everything is got to have the right mindset. Well, mindset didn't get me crap. <laughs> Give me something I can do. Sure. Let me buy one rental at a time. Let me learn how seller financing works. Let, let yeah. me learn how house, house hacking works. Yeah. Give me, give me those actionable things. So you're right. We all have different needs on what we're going to take from. Sure. What does the average person benefit from? There are people who need that mindset shift. That's not something yeah. I've ever needed. Agreed. So I turn, yeah. I've looked, I put on Gary V and I'm like, in that hour and a half, I think there was a meme worth of information. Yeah. And so you and I have talked about that actually. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think you and I talked about that, which, which was kind of, was like, okay, like enough with the hustle porn. But if yeah. I had to pick between the three, right? Like you're taking what you need from that person. What I want to see and what I'm most concerned about and why I still talk about doing deals on the daily and on the weekly and on the monthly, why I still talk about those is because you want the experience and want to hear about the stories of the experience of doing that thing. But in, you know, we're pretty well at our sizes. We're pretty well insulated from one, uh, you know, one uh, transaction crushing us yeah and that's my concern is that i see people getting into airbnb and following these people that have built these airbnb kingdoms the fact of the matter is is that none of them started those airbnb kingdoms in the last 12 months or 24 it was all time and what they got was a market event that propelled them further than anybody ever thought it would and there's going to be downside I just think that there's more risk that admittedly, I don't watch the rookie podcast piece. Don't watch it. Um, but on, on this particular piece, you know, the one that we were talking about was specifically converting all boring long-term rentals to short terms and only buying short-term properties. That's, that's I, to me, that's scary. So before you jump in, Mike, uh, one of the things that happens with bigger pockets that I think I pounce on yeah. is I'll see a video come up, I'll see the thumbnail, and it'll be David Green, and it'll be the, the caption is, don't invest for cash flow, right? So, oh. so my brain goes, okay, this is stupid. They're not thinking that. That video was 15 caller questions on like a voice recording or a video recording. And he addressed 15 questions. And like question number seven was this one person who in their situation should not be investing for cash flow. But that's the title that got the views. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I get it. And some knee-jerk reaction was, that's the stupidest thing ever. Like I saw you guys' faces too just now when I said it. Uh, but then there are people who just watch it. No matter what, whatever Bigger Pockets puts out, they're going to take in the content. Mm. They got the other 14 questions that weren't anything about that subject. Okay. Yeah. So um, I love the fact that Dean was on this because if Dean wasn't here, you and I would have just rat-holed this, Matt. It would have been ugly. So Dion, a couple of things. So first and foremost... Yeah. I'm going to go check out the rookie podcast data. I didn't have second. I, I will go back to bigger pockets and spend more time. I will admit that I came to that kind of like you were saying with a natural bias, given my recent history and then um, pretty much they said no to one rental at a time. So I'm always going to feel like they don't like boring rentals, but I get it. Uh, and then I love titles. So what I'm hearing you say is I have to get better at creating titles. That's what I think you just told me. So um, Look at your, thank your you for best viewed video. For most of you, San Francisco I'm... is crashing. Oh, like the title got it. Uh, okay. All right. 
I like it. So thank you. This, um, I still feel like they chase the easy money, but again, the easy money gets clicks. So I get it, but I'll give them some more time. So thank you for this. Well, the, the good news is, is that we'll be able to launch another channel, probably like the three amigos channel mm -hmm. where we will do nothing but couch people that bought STRs and failed. <laughs> We can help them fill out job applications. Yeah. <laughs> Barista. They're all going to become baristas. Oh, it's just, like I said, I, I appreciate, I think that they fill a niche. I get that they're there to also entertain, get all that stuff. I think that we do, a, what I'm really proud of that we do is we make sure that we let people know, yes, it's really hard work. It work. Yes. For four or five years, it's going to completely suck. Yes. You have to make sure that these numbers make sense. Like one of the comments that was actually made was you don't make any money on long-term rentals. I bet I can buy him 10 times over. Don't make any long-term money. No, that's just stupid. That's a, dumb, that's a dumb statement. So while there's room for all these different sectors in our market, because there's needs throughout the market and different levels and types of needs, certainly different needs in different markets, to say something like long-term rentals doesn't make any real money. Like that just shows that you haven't done it, you can't do it, and that you're taking the low-hanging fruit. He better pray, hope and pray that all of his rentals, all of his STRs, that at least half of them can LTR. Hmm. Yeah. Because if he can't, he's OVR. Yeah, he's over. Nice. That was pretty good, like on the mark. How about that? Yeah, so boys, Dion, tell everybody they can find you, you big pockets defender. <laughs> you can find me in the bigger pockets forums. <laughs> in the Facebook group, the official bigger pockets Facebook group, the real estate rookie Facebook group. You can find me in the one rental at a time course. And you can find me right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. And throwing life preservers to anybody that's ever posted on bigger pockets. <laughs> Where can they find you, my friend? One rental at a time. I will not be posting on bigger pockets, but I will give them a lot more time. And I appreciate uh, that I came to this with my own bias. So, uh, Dion, thank you for uh, thank you for clearing that up. I appreciate you. I just don't like anybody. So, as we always say, just like and subscribe. We love you, our viewer. We love you, our viewer. That's who we're here for because it's certainly not for the massive checks I'm getting cut. <laughs> anyway, we appreciate you guys taking the time with us. As always, like and subscribe, and you will see us in the next video debating some other bigger pockets topic. Talk soon.